0: you set a course for your life do you do that every day knowing what you want is intention knowing how to get there is a study in conscious action this is a show about living consciously it is about our choices our hopes our dreams our work our loves our vision and the practice of healing and becoming welcome to cruising in the light and shadow hello I am Sheila Marie also known as Kecha hello this is Anana Moon
1: it is now getting close to midsummer, um, otherwise known as Litha, or the summer solstice. Which is going to be
0: Thursday, June 21st that this year.
1: correct. Um, and in the wheel of the year, since May Day, the God and Goddess, or the Lord and Lady, have come together, and now the Goddess is pregnant, meaning the earth is bountiful, um, everything is growing Bees are flying about and um, it's warmed up for sure. Um, But so it means that this celebration, this midsummer celebration, um, again on June 21st, that comes in on June 21st, means that we are focused on celebrating the sun. And in uh, my
0: path that I've always done in the goddess community, we um, focused on the mother. And because we have the maiden mother and crone, so we celebrated the maiden in the springtime, and now it's summer, so it's the mother. Yes. and then we will celebrate the crone in the fall. So as with And the,
1: the mother means what is she was she it is absolutely the mother who nurtures and so forth. but what, is, what does it mean so spiritually?
0: spiritually as the mother, you know you're, it doesn't necessarily mean being a mother of, of a child. Um, it means creating so you could yes. be the mother of your creation of your you're the creatrix of your magic of your artwork of your book of your movie so we're of are your business of, of your, your business. relationships exactly mm-hmm. and mm. it's it's um it's it, it 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 was my actually my first uh ritual that I ever went to was
1: oh that's I, a, that's a great question okay so that was your first one yeah
0: and it was you you dress in red um, because of the sun, because of action, because of fire, we we would,
1: fire. we would yeah. jump
0: over fire, you know, make your intention and jump over fire. Um, and it was, uh, for me, it was like coming home when I went to that ritual. It was just, oh, this all makes sense. And this is way before I was a mother. So it was quite beautiful when I was pregnant going to the summer oh. solstice ritual. Yes. Um, and yeah, and they I was honored and it was, yeah, it was, it was awesome. But um, it
1: And have you found that every year? I find certain rituals just resonate in my yes. being, or rituals, I mean, seasons.
0: Summer has always been my favorite season. Your
1: favorite? Ah, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, and then, and then fall,
0: and as I grew older, fall, which is funny because my birthday is September 22nd, which is Mine is autumn. Mine yes, is yeah. Mine is
1: autumn and Samhain is more than trick-or-treats and Halloween it's it it actually it almost creates a fire within me that dark time of the year just um vibrates for me but everyone will have their own summer and fall
0: yeah those are my ones that I that I really resonate with Mm. um
1: beautiful yeah I, I adore those um but yeah so now is the time of action absolutely time of action connection communicating Um, looking, taking a look at your business, what does it need to be sustained into the coming season? What are their harvest will be coming up sooner than we think. Which is Um, Lamas. So that would be, that would be Lamas. And then there are three, there are three harvest seasons. We can talk about that later, but yeah, Lamas, Mabon, and then Samhain or uh, hollows rather. (laughs) So that most people would know.
0: And I had gone into labor during Lamas. At the Ooh. Lamas ritual. <laughs> the Talk first harvest. harvest, how perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, I've
1: harvested a key. <laughs> yeah. Sitting there ritual, going, hmm, that feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this interesting? <laughs> um, there are different ways of celebrating. So if you want to celebrate, often, often actually right there in the heat of things, but Literally. usually doing it at night. Um, you set up bonfires, yeah, and you dance. The, it's whatever brings on the fire in you. So setting up a fire ritual and dancing through, through that dance, dancing your passion. If you want to create something, you could just turn on your radio and dance. If you're having trouble kickstarting your your creative fire. Um, Whatever will help you do that, you could meditate, you can sit. There's candle magic is abundant at this time of year, Um, putting an intention in a candle and then lighting it and letting it kind of guide the way. And
0: always with candle magic, um, I was taught, um, obviously, anoint. Um, okay. Anoint, yes, yes. anoint, Oops. and then th- no. That's great. That's yeah. that's a good. Um, thank what you for reminding. You? Me. you anoint it, so you you put in your intention. Yes, but um, I the safety girl that I am, you know, keep it in a glass. Yes. Um, also, uh, I, was I like
1: glass candles I for one thing. Those glass. are, and it's a seven, usually the glass ones are the pillar candles. You can find and, at the market. Uh, that you can just find at a Ralphs or a, yeah. <laughs> a regular grocery store. Um, but um, you can you can buy any um, candle you feel you feel drawn to to burn for the intention that you're setting. You know, I've talked a lot about intention, um, but. Don't burn a red candle. It is suggested. You know what? You can do anything you want. It is up to you. If you feel in your heart to burn a red candle alone, great. But there is lore around and tradition around using red candles or red cloth to enhance the intention you're setting, to give it more focus, more oomph, oomph more power. <laughs> Boy, do we think alike. Yeah. Oomph, more power. And use another action. candle as your, yes, action, um, but use another candle for the intention itself. So if, for instance, oh, you, were, awesome. you were lighting a candle for growth, say, for, for growth or for knowledge or whatever, you could light a green candle for growth, a green candle maybe for change, a yellow candle for knowledge. But if you want to put some oomph behind it, then light a red candle too, right? Light two big jar candles and always anoint them. I don't know if that was what you were about yeah, to talk you about.
0: anoint Yeah, as you're anointing them with an oil. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Anything from olive oil to sandalwood to an intentional oil Lavender, specific yeah. to yeah. what you're doing?
0: Um I was going to say, which is, because I'm like, money, money, bring in money. Patchouli, uh, patchouli is one. that's it. Um, you can it. put patchouli. herbs
1: on. so, oh, so that def- would be beautiful. All the fire herbs for money and abundance. Cinnamon. Rosemary for, cinnamon, protection. Oh. Rosemary for protection, but, um Cinnamon, clove. Oh, that would um, smell beautiful too. Um, nutmeg. Mm. You can sprinkle a tiny bit of that. Um, Sheila Marie's talking about safety. Be careful of dumping too many herbs. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to. Pop. But yeah <laughs> like, oh my gosh, <laughs> there go the curtains. <laughs> so,
0: so yeah. So have it in a glass, yes. glass candle, mm-hmm. glass candle or a glass holder. Yes. Um, so be, be mindful of it. Um, if you're going to leave the house and you want to, mm-hmm. you want to shut it out. Um, this is what I was taught. You don't yes. blow it out. If you set an intention candle, right. you um, snuff it out. So you could do yes. that with a, a you know fancy snuffer, mm-hmm. or just a, a, a lid, a, mm-hmm. a glass lid, some another people, glass.
1: Some people, those brave souls who lick their fingers—that's me. A, do, <laughs> I I, do I do? But just it just sometimes it's myself. not
0: the first pass. <laughs> sometimes it's like, okay, here I go,
1: here I go, it's it, it. yes. Yeah, <laughs> Either pressing your fingers to the flame to stop it, I clap.
0: Oh, see?
1: Over the clap top is good. And that'll that'll stop it. Um, I then later on, later on, someone said, Well your breath is sacred too. So oh. blow it out consciously or with reverence. But I can hear some of you who do ritual going, how could <gasps> <No>. you <laughs> it's you're letting
0: it see. Yeah, but I mean We are we are the tool. We are the wand. We are. Yeah. So so, I didn't think about that. So
1: definitely fire. You can do other sun celebrations. You can if you are into of a mind to do yoga, sun salutations Mm, for the rising of the sun. It has downward dog in it. Oh, I love <laughs> so downward dog. I, well, it's not it's not the be all and end all, no, <laughs> yeah. but it's in it's in there. Um, but um, there are actually, actually, this is a wonderful time for gratitude rituals. Yes. Also. Um, thanking spirit, thanking the Mother Earth, or thanking the Lord ahead. and the Lady, yeah, for your path going forward. So, taking this time in the middle of the wheel of the year to stop and say what came before what might be coming as I go forward let me tend let me tend the crops of my growth of my becoming
0: I it's a magical time it always is summer um the the night coming much later Mm -hmm. and then anticipating that waiting for that and and it. I just and then, Summer then the dancing. evenings are
1: spectacular.
0: They really are. And yeah. then dancing, dancing, my intention, yes. dancing, my spell. You know that that yeah. just that that just uh, brings me such great joy. And so you
1: still have a little time. You're still weaving, your yeah. weaving uh, your yeah spell, your intentions, your prayers, your hopes for going forward. One other thing I just noticed that I'd written down because it, I just love. Someone had a ritual. Um, of giving to a favorite charity at Oh, this that time would be great, yeah, so whatever whatever helps you celebrate this time, do it, bring it on
0: weddings oh, there's been a lot oh, of weddings in true. June, right
1: it's weddings and hand fastings very often go on go on at this time because it is the meeting that 's the coming together too of the the <laughs> the shadow it 's very much light over shadow at this time. Um, but it's the bringing together of the opposites, so hand fastings, weddings, joinings.
0: Can you explain a hand fasting to those new to yes, some I've of done.
1: I've done a few. Ooh, I hope so- I don't cry because I think they're some of the most beautiful joining ceremonies around, and you can do a hand fasting during your wedding. And it's that the couple at some point in the ceremony will join hands and you speak of two souls becoming one. There's a lot of talk here about oneness in these last few weeks, but of the two souls becoming one and as they join hands, then you tie, um, usually in that figure eight, you tie a long ribbon or rope around their hands. And um, they're supposed to at least stay joined, not only through the ceremony, but maybe for the day, or maybe for the week if they have a week after that, that hand fasting, <laughs> where you roam around and you cannot get away from one another, but you you experience being that close to one another. But what you're saying before your people, your loved ones, is that we are we are now one, and and you ask that everyone that is present. Um, say yes, we acknowledge you as one in the hand fasting.
0: My uh, my second wedding yes. um, was in Kauai. Mm. And I had um a, this beautiful priestess. Um I don't think I don't think they actually called her a priestess, but I knew. And she sure. came in and she called in the directions and um and she did a hand fasting for us with um a, Yeah, and we did the libations. Yes, and um, and you know what? For the for the most part, the marriage, you know, did well until things, you know, didn't. Didn't. (laughs) (laughs) And then you know, there's reasons now we know why. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So things change. So
0: when we did uh, split up, um, uh, we separated, not Mm -hmm. quite divorced, but I did do a ceremony to. cut ener- or release, yeah, energetically, yeah.
1: That's very much suggested. Often, when when I hear if I hear from someone that they're having trouble letting go, and it it, it perhaps could be years after the relationship is ended, but it's still holding in the mind. I will ask, did you do anything on the astral planes, or the or the etheric plane? which surrounds your being to let go of the relationship. That tells me a lot what I see when I ask that. People will say, oh my gosh, no, I'll do that. Tell me what I need to do. Or they will say, oh, let me go do that. (laughs) But I will also sometimes see, oh, that's nice. Maybe um, sometime I will do that. That would be a good idea, hearing in that They're not ready yet. And they're needing to acknowledge, even if it's been years, they might not be ready yet to let go
0: of that relationship. It's really, yeah. And you need to let, I had a friend who um, isn't into this, into Mm -hmm. the spirituality. Um, And when she got divorced uh, or started the process, I said, can I do this for you? And she agreed, which I thought was that yes. is awesome. Yes. And so we did a ritual and we let it go. And um yeah, now she's remarried, completely happy. You know, it's been I think they're they're going on twelve, thirteen years. And unfortunately, um her first husband, who was a friend of mine since I was sixteen, he passed on. Mm-hmm. So I wondered if that was also like he completed, yeah, a few years later he he passed on he passed on very early at
1: that time it's up then it's up to you at that time when someone passes on you don't necessarily have to cut cords if it's for your health or your emotional health to really cut the cord you can but sometimes people have a sense that there's still a connection between their beloved on the other side and and who they are here, so they want to continue that hand fasting interesting yeah interesting or that wet or that marriage, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. well, they continued to um, I mean when he he passed away, she was actually there, she and a lot mm-hmm. of our friends, I was not, but mm-hmm. they were all there in the room when he passed, so there still was a connection with them, it just Absolutely. wasn't the um, yeah. the marriage connection, yeah so I was and really you proud of her the transition, that. Yes. yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Very much so. Oh, beautiful. So this is Midsummer. So we are going to continue forward with our topic today, which is about the power of belief. Um, We're talking about a variety of things, but there was an interesting discussion Sheila Marie and I started having about um, higher guides but in a different kind of way. And so you were asking or talking about the Mary apparitions and some, I- some ideas, some thoughts that you had heard or read about.
0: Yes. Um, I, and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned um, the Mary Appa- Virgin, Virgin Mary apparitions, um, something that's fascinated me all my life because I grew up Catholic. So Virgin Mary is very... Um, prominent in the Catholic religion and you know we studied Fatima which is when Virgin Mary appeared Fatima the
1: three- or Fatima is that just oh, I'm just I'm just putting yeah. a focus on what that word Fatima. is for people who've never heard it yeah I think uh, I'm saying it very gringo Fatima.
0: I'm, okay. <laughs> which I'm not oh. Fatima <laughs> Fatima <laughs> the Fatima prophecies yeah, exactly. Fatima. I
1: don't, I know, don't Fatima. know. I don't know. <laughs> Fatima. 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 I, guess
0: I would that. say, my I'm mom would good. say Fatima. Okay.
1: Yeah. I like hearing that. I appreciate that. Okay.
0: So the, the Fatima, um, Lourdes. Lords, Lourdes. Yes.
1: Um, what else?
0: Oh, oh, Guadalupe.
1: Oh, sure. So yes. I've actually been to and Guadalupe. a number, any number oh, yeah. of apparitions. Yeah. I've
0: been to Guadalupe. I've been, let's see, I went gringo. Guadalupe. Yeah. Uh, Guadalupe. Um, I've been to Fatima. Not been to Lourdes and Lourdes has always fascinated me. So
1: I want to my mother went to Lourdes and, and that's that fascinating. That's
0: yeah. the spring water, right? Yeah. Okay. So for those who don't know what these what this is, um, the Virgin Mary has appeared to um to people. Um, usually the Fatima and Lourdes, it was young young children. Were
1: young, yes a young w- woman yeah lords yeah like probably for, uh, early teens. yeah like yeah
0: for Fa- fatima the kids were a little younger
1: one was was she did, when it started was it was she eight. 14 12 the oldest no, and was, then for, the Lucia. and then the two children were little eight or 10 yeah. yeah
0: and then uh Guadalupe was um a a young uh native Indian, I guess they would call it, but it was a native, a Native American or Native Mexican gentleman. All right. In um, Guadalupe, hmm. um, right. so the Virgin Mary appears to these people and brings a message of peace, usually, and um, then they build a, a amazing church. in lords, like like I said, there's a she. The Virgin Mary told um, Bernadette that there was a spring there to like uncover it and she did and it's healing water it's so people to this day to this day
1: after far more than a century yeah over a century yeah
0: so people travel from all over the world and bathe in it and Mm -hmm. that just fascinated me so that's always I grew up with all this um this and the saints and uh, my mom would always say, if you're a good girl, Virgin Mary will appear to you. And I was like, I, wh- why would I want that? Why would I want to just be walking around and all of a sudden... You don't want ghosts coming <laughs> yeah. at me? What is that? <laughs> what is that? Oh, oh, no, no, you know. So, I, I mean, that that freaked me out. What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. not only did I have, like, the grandmas telling me ghost stories and and, you know, already knowing that the dead, I always felt the dead could come back and... Who knows what else? I mean, well, I was raised
1: very differently than <laughs> I. Was.
0: I spent most of my time going. <laughs> like,
1: What's that around the corner? Yes. <laughs> so
0: yeah, so a lot of fear for me, um, guilt and fear. And but, mine
1: was a movie. Mine were movies. Mine was like, the, I Fatima, the story, Our Lady of Fatima, from the I think the, uh, I think it was early sixties. Yes. I was fascinated. Anytime that came on TV, I was right there. Oh. I wanted to see a lady. Thank you very much. I didn't I didn't know what would happen if I saw <laughs> if yeah. I saw a lady, but I wanted to see a lady. Um and then I saw a song of Bernadette which seemed very sad to me, but again, I was a kid. I was probably around 11 years old when I first saw. I forgot how that ended. Bernadette And did she away? dies yeah. with a tumor which people kept saying you've not suffered you're too young you don't know anything about it and then they found out near mm-hmm. her death how she had been suffering and no one knew because she didn't show she, the pain she didn't see the pain she was very much upheld by spirit and so it was things like that 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 were extraordinary impacting to us me. Yeah. yes yeah it wasn't just a movie to me these people lived and they oh, yeah. experienced something, so I wanted to understand.
0: Something amazing, something beautiful, again, that Transformative. I was sure, yeah. And then um, when I was 11, we went to Nicaragua, and there were apparitions happening. Um, oh. So we went to the site, and that was just, one, getting there was, um, you know, we had to go up in the mountains, and then we had to go on a rickety Bridge, wooden bridge, like you do at Knott's Berry Farm, which is great at Knott's Berry Farm in Disneyland because it's fake, but this was real. <laughs> if we fell, that was it.
1: <laughs> Seems to be part of spiritual awakening and experience. You're wow. going to have to walk that something, that precipice. You're going to have to have faith that the bridge won't give out. You have to have faith. You have to take a leap of faith of some kind. Um, there's usually something dangerous or feels dangerous in order to get to where the experience is and that could be mental emotional or it could be physical in this in what we're talking about right at the moment in this case it's it's become very evident to me that yeah you it's it's you have to become aware you have to have a consciousness be very present so it's fascinating to wow. me.
0: Wow. Look at that. The All these years. The rickety bridge. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's the, I, just, I didn't know that about Nicaragua. That
0: was pretty amazing. Yeah, my mom and I went and um, she made it across mm. to the site. But on the way back, she's like, no, 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 no. So we walked across the river
1: together. You went ahead and walked across. You, oh, yeah. So that was still. That was, and, then, yeah. and then there's water sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yes. then As a s- spiritual symbol of transformation. Wow.
0: See, look at that. Yeah. I didn't even. Yeah
1: anointing your feet all of that it, yes, was, it yeah. was a
0: good t- I, I i enjoyed the little river I, I mean i can picture it i'm really curious actually to see what it looks like today cuz this was a long time so ago so long ago right but uh we went and we met the gentleman who saw the virgin mary we saw the it's always a little tree some little trees that she was there and tree then tree
1: of life there we go another symbol see look at yes. this i
0: love this my, my. <laughs> Like and not interpreting. Interpreting as <laughs> we go. <laughs> I love it. Now it's all making sense. And then as we were leaving in the school bus mm-hmm. that brought all of us, because it was a, it, it was a pil- pilgrimage. Pilgrimage, yes. Yeah. Um, I looked to, to the sun. We all looked up, because this was the, the sign. Um, I know this before we went on the bus when we were at the site. And the sun started like vibrating. It started doing some interesting thing, which is what happened at Fatima
1: like so you saw it like it kind of like it did at Fatima you saw it like turning v- or vibrating it,
0: vib- it to me it was yeah. vibrating okay. um i don't know if people saw it like circling but it was it was the sun was doing something weird and it was like midday it was like early at noon one um, so, uh, you know, I mean, I'm like, Oh, I hope this is, did your mother see it? Yes, she did. All yeah, right. we all did. Everybody. All
1: right. I didn't know if that was a child seeing it, a child's perspective or so many people,
0: um, a few, yeah, many, a few people. I'm sure not, not everyone. everyone, but a few people. Yeah. yeah. It. So it was one of those, um, my, so it w- was
1: staying right there. It, it was, was the,
0: the, the, uh, the area energy of the vortex. Yeah, or
1: vortex, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was about to say.
0: I and okay. I was hoping it was real. Um but I was like, well maybe it was um you know, we all wanted to see it. I mean, even at 12 I was thinking, did we all want to see it? And then yeah, for that literally that can, that's
1: be, possible. That can be possible. It can be
0: possible. so I don't know. And for that split second I was like, maybe I'll become a nun.
1: For oh. about literally 5 minutes oh. and then I was
0: like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah, that's not me. No. <laughs> <Yeah. Okay>. Exactly. <laughs> but um so I was uh, listening to uh, a radio show that I that I dig that mm-hmm. my um, my father in law David Shostak calls Weird News, <laughs> and so in I'm like here
1: in Weird News, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it's interesting, yeah,
0: because this this radio show has uh, a Are lot. Are you of, sure
1: he's not referring to our radio program, <laughs> <laughs> our podcast? It should, yeah, we're Weird News too.
0: <laughs> but I was listening to it, and they had this gentleman who was. Um, uh, he, he he's just done two documentaries on Fatima, oh. and I do love the show the show that I was listening to, but it has a lot of commercials, so there's only you know i 'm getting bits and pieces so what I gathered was he's his uh theory is that Fatima is a visit from galactical beings uFOs mm-hmm. that what they saw was a uFO experience, mm-hmm. and that it sent um, lasers and because he says that people did in fact get burned um it, it's not recorded it's,
1: i can only say it seems i've heard that before but i can't cite or quote anything but that at that time and we're talking over a hundred years 1912. ago 1912 so was, it, was it about the turn of the century then yeah. oh, I, so that some people were getting burned is what you're saying exactly
0: and then he said that you know his so i, I, I was thinking okay so his perspective is it's um it's galactical beings. It's 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 uh, somebody visiting from another planet to help us out. Extraterrestrials. Extraterrestrials. And um, he
1: did say to help us out.
0: No. Um, no, he no, did. Oh, he did, he did not. Did, he did, <laughs> All right. This gentleman did not believe in that. He believed that it was to take away from Jesus, take away from the church to, as a detriment. So
1: he believed that galactic beings were trying to dissuade us from our beliefs. Exactly. And, and particularly the church and Jesus. Exactly. Right. So that when Mary appears to someone, it takes away it from Jesus. It must be taking away. Yeah. And what if Jesus appears to someone? Well, that needs to be tested too. I, yeah, I've I, don't, tried, I have heard these types of things before too. And, and growing um,
0: up, I didn't hear very many Jesus appearing to people. All right. So yeah. Fatima was. It says uh, when the miracle. I believe this is when the miracle happened. It was May thirteenth, nineteen seventeen.
1: Ah, uh-huh. that's right. It was around World War One. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Hmm. So um, and and I f- and uh, I'm, I didn't do great great research because I don't know this gentleman's name. I've been trying to find out his his documentary because mm-hmm. this is an interesting point of view. I have heard. Uh, so from Catholic school, I went to Baptist school, and in Baptist school, they taught me that the Mary apparitions were not were also bad; that they were bad because th- they take away from Jesus. They
1: believed that it, it was a devil. Right. Pro- I was I was raised very Protestant. Uh, my my grandfather, my mother's father, was a Methodist minister, but also in my in my church, the Congregationalists um, at that time way back there for me, uh, did not um, put any faith or stock in Mary. Protestantism doesn't, doesn't. It's Jesus. It's unadorned. It's your connection to the Gospels and God, and that's it. That's it. (laughs) it. Anything else you're adding in is probably not really a religion however the majority of the world and now we're now i'm talking about all other spiritualities the majority of the world has a spirituality that's separate from religion religion yeah and separate from you know a book a particular book of faith and um And where we are today, most of us are creating or coming to understand within ourselves and the world around us um, systems of belief that are quite individual. And religion, very staunch conservative religion would say, no, no, you can't do that. You are falling short of God. Um, It's punishable. And it's unrealistic. Um, it may taking you. In, it may be taking you into flights of fantasy or imagination. This is not a condemnation of religion. Everyone should believe what they believe. They should feel comfortable in what they believe. But therein is what um, is something that I'm I'm talking about or putting forth today is. Are you in a place where your beliefs are changing? Yeah. Or are you in a place where it's like, things seem to be changing, but no, I need to hold on to my basic foundation of belief, which again, very fine, all fine. And we were it's all we, good.
0: We were talking about the change because yes. um, this Pope, yes, that has come, has been revolutionary. I adore him. I do a- too. And um, I know that a lot of people are having issues mm-hmm. with him because he's. But for me, Mm -hmm. I see that his message is exactly what I believe Jesus Christ would say, which is love. Love, God is love. Simply love. Yes, and
1: without and to for for me, many of the the ones who are very hard pressed to have thoughts outside of their religion, what I it's just what I see is a fear. There's yeah. just so much fear of having a freedom of thought, or an unfolding before your God, before your your Lord or your Lady, yeah. um, have, having a freedom of thought that allows for how you come to your faith, and that way. What and what I was also taught by my grandfather was don't have blind faith. Whatever you believe. He would have preferred I be, you know, continue question. to be a Protestant, but mm-hmm. he would also prefer that I question and face my doubts and feel deep within the heart of myself um, what I truly believed and that there are answers for all of that. There's there's a response coming from God, um, but coming perhaps even from the Bible or whatever texts you Work with the texts of your the texts of your faith, where you can yeah. study um, finding the answers there. Um, for me, it's yes, that absolutely that, but it's also how you personally connect in sp- you, being a being of spirit, connecting to higher spirit and listening from within. And I think with
0: any, for me the religion spirituality it is to um, bring more goodness in from to ourselves and to the rest of the world and to the
1: world absolutely I I believe
0: that should be the message of religion and spirituality doesn't always work
1: out that way I know (laughs) but I look to the healing yes very much so if can you use your belief system every day can you heal with it? Can you love others within your, your system of belief? Um, can, you, can you actually not judge yourself or judge others? Um, actually, all of the religions, among the religions, it is not about judging other people. That's supposed to be left to God to decide. So you're playing God if you're judging yourself and finding yourself falling short and finding others falling short. um, Again, you need to look at perhaps your own fears, uh, anxieties, anger, frustration, and, and come back to actually the freedom of the peace of your beliefs. And it's, it's, it can take you on many journeys. That's what I would say. It can
0: and and you and I were discussing um difficult people out there in the public eye, the the world front who um Are you
1: talking about certain political figures. Yes. And certain
0: political figures my heart actually feels for this individual because I'm like I just feel like there's you feel some compassion. I do. I'm like I feel like you need love because you you want attention. Th- yes. It's obvious you want attention, <laughs> and you're getting <laughs> it, and you're going to get we've it. We've seen
1: in the last few days it's come out very strongly how much. Oh yeah, and this particular individual wants attention.
0: And most. my initial reaction, if I met somebody like that in person, is like oh, I'm going to send you love. I'm going to send you love and healing and make you. Make you, make you feel love, Make you feel better. Let's start your healing process. It's interesting that myself and um, a lot of people in my community, we're having the, the opposite reaction. <laughs> we're like, ah, you know, we got to fight. We're, we're scared. What oh, does
1: he think he is? Yeah. And it's like,
0: why? And as we were talking, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Everything that I've been doing, why can't I do that why can't I be sending him love I want to so I, I, I'm really trying to I'm really like you know well,
1: therein lies um, <clears throat> something that I would say you could work on everyone everyone me too everyone mm-hmm. can work in within themselves and um, I, I would say I came to it in within the philosophy of yoga is that if you can't love everyone, then you probably need to go back and look at why you can't. What is it in you keeping you from being well with all others around you and the path that they are on because clearly they exist in the world. Clearly, clearly, difficult people, difficult faiths, but difficult politics, you know, wh- whatever side you're on, you may have difficulty with the others, and it can r- raise up in you um, ha- absolute hatred. But then the question is, why am I in that? Why am I feeling? What is yeah? What is <laughs> my? What's going on in my belief that's keeping me from being well with you, having your own?
0: Your experience own
1: experience yes and because it's also in our constitution the thought that you would defend others in their beliefs even if you disagree with them because they are your brothers
0: exactly yeah, yeah. The, see <laughs> and we just went from and so uh, it's a
1: work it's it, actually it, it's, a work it's actually progress. a work is to stop and go oh i hate that guy and then go wait a minute stop Mm -hmm. can i find compassion for him because where is it you're holding back on compassion for yourself as well it's a mirror right yes yeah Yeah. equal and opposites attract yeah attracting
0: i have no idea how we went from galactical beings to
1: we do it every time (laughs) yes i want this audience to know every time we go to Higher consciousness and belief and faith, it seems to always come right back to politics, and here we are. (laughs) So, uh, there was was something that was about love. It was, yes, that surely this is all about love. (laughs) So,
0: love will send some love to the world. How's that?
1: Faith and open eyed faith, Not, not blind faith.
0: So, going back to the virgin apparitions. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I've heard this gentleman's uh, theory that it could be galactical beings. Mm -hmm. And I had heard that before. I've heard that as well. And that would make sense.
1: I don't, I personally don't agree that they're negative. I would check in if someone appears to you in spirit Mm-hmm. First of all, is it truly in spirit or is it your imagination? Do you just wanna have somebody Experience. come to <laughs> you? I think you have to start practically before you go to the etheric plane. Oh okay. and then then if you say no, I am certain there's someone that comes to visit let's just say it, let's isolate it into one being. Someone comes to visit you. You can feel them around you, you can't see them physically, but they they bring you, or they offer you signs and symbols. The question is, are they good, bad, indifferent? Um, Because indifference could be a lot of it. It could be, I used to live near a cemetery. I never had a negative being come by, but I did have curious souls. We're like drawn to the energy or the light, and that would be, and I would say hello, you <laughs> keep passing through because Nothing to we see are here. Not, yeah there's no <laughs> we're not we're not engaging with each other, so yeah. thank you, and you go on your <laughs> way, I'm going on mine it's that for me, it's that recognition that we're both souls. You know, the, uh, and the question gets asked, and we've talked about it before. If it's if you feel like there's a negative soul, I always say, ask first: is it negative or is it a powerful soul? Because we fear power. So if it's a powerful soul, it could be an angelic guide. It could be a galactic guide. It could be someone who's so comfortable in their being um, that that and and you may be in an insecure place. How do you know? But if you don't want them there and you're like, I will entertain whoever this is later or not at all, say, remember, you are a being of free will, and you say, goodbye. Please, I, I don't want you here. Um, I'm in my own space. I'm meditating, I'm praying, I'm doing ritual, but I am in my own space. You can keep going. Um, I always say, too, though, if you are meditating, praying, or doing a ritual, you should have called in spirit appropriately or set a prayer of intention where you bring in and acknowledge a guide who's there with you. And I mean a Mary, a Jesus, a Kuan Yin, a Buddha, um, any of the gods and goddesses, because I know that in this audience there are many people who feel very connected and protected by certain very high beings. It could be an archangel, Mm. um, but... But have them there with you, and then when you feel something other come in, you will say, okay, that needs to go, or you owe my highest guide, please usher them out, <laughs> it, as yes. it were, as it were. It's your bouncer. It's just, uh, yes, it's just that they will fade away from your experience and your conscious and present moment. Um, But if it's a higher guide and you are, and it feels beautiful and light and resonates with you, um, you can let them come in. And um, in, in discussing and teaching about spirit guides, it's a lot about, all right, so I have a spirit guide here. I can feel it because it feels good. They will always bring you something positive, not anything, never anything negative, and if in your in, in your working with them from time to time to time um, you're building a union or a connection to them, um, it will become part of your belief that they are really there with you. They will probably by a few times in you will have found out why they're working with you. but. As far as the galactic guides go, very many of them, it has been found. If you're comfortable with this idea of extraterrestrials, good extraterrestrial. extraterrestrials are ones who are here to help you. Um, they don't have to come as Mary or Kuan Yin or, Archangel. or Ar- Ar- an Archangel mm-hmm. Michael or mm-hmm. something. They will come just as who they are. And you'll probably have more of a presence of light, but you might see a human-like being. You might not see a human-like being. You might have a see, sense, or feel someone who is somehow different than you, but they will communicate with you. And they are communicating from your mind's eye.
0: I was going to say, so your mind is, your brain is going to transform it into something that makes sense.
1: Yes. Yes. So... And what your brain does it, and they will want to do that with you. To not scare. I, I certainly believe that um, I've had, um, you know, a connection to higher guidance, um, and even from my, you know, as, as my upbringing was Christian. So those, those beings, um, and in the form of relatives, because it made me more comfortable And that's been expressed many, many times over by all kinds of people. It's like, for the longest time, I thought that was grandma so-and-so, but boy, could she heal. (laughs)
0: Like nobody's (laughs) business.
1: (laughs) Um, So it could be be someone else. And then you can ask because they're not trying to lie to you. Uh, Someone who's really there to work with you. If you say, okay, now I'm ready to ask you, are you really... Kuan Yin, (laughs) then it might be someone else there. You'll feel it's like a shift in the vibration or the register of that relationship that helps you know there is Kuan (laughs) Yin. What I've experienced is, oh, this is Kuan Yin over here, or this is Archangel Michael over here, but this is someone else, and now I need to get to know you as you. And it's a, it's a certain respect, and uh, a, and they wait. They wait for you to resonate again. And I've had a belief for a very long time, and again, I'm not the only one. You can find it all over the world, the uh, the feeling that there are beings who are trying to help us on this earth. And at some point, who cares whether they're galactic or whether they're higher, um, ascendant, ascendant masters.
0: And the messages are usually peaceful. I mean, they're I've always, always peaceful and, and love and love. So yes. how would it be a bad thing? And I, I believe that the reason that, um, certain people would say these are evil is because it's overwhelming and they don't Again, know how to powerful, deal with it yeah powerful it's powerful and, and we're uncomfortable with yeah
1: with our own power let alone someone else's and then they don't have a body wouldn't you be suspicious yeah they and and if they if they are higher and they are good or there for your well-being they will wait and they'll be patient and they'll be loving and they have um I've experienced saying no, I can't go any further with my belief right now. This is where I am, which has been pretty to me that speaks to a spirit guide when I can say wait a minute, I can't go any further than this. This is where I am and they go, oh, that's all right. That's Definitely, all right. Yeah. But they leave a space. There's a space there that goes <laughs> there's more, but to be continued. <laughs> but you are but you're well on your way and um and just love to you as you go forward.
0: And you have to just sit with it and mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. it. Yeah.
1: Process. So that that's
0: that's what makes sense to me is the the apparitions, you know. Um,
1: yes. And just to mention this, um, because I haven't thought of it in a long in quite some time, but have you heard of archaeoastronomy? I have not. Okay. So that's the study. Of astronomical practices, celestial lore, um, mythologies, uh, religions, um, but astronomically worldviews, and um, basically, you would find them in ancient cultures um, huh. and so it 's the <laughs> it 's actually the anthropology of astronomy, and what um, an astro astronomer is doing is looking at the faiths and the practices and so forth of religions and how they um, connect deeply within the earth, how they run, how those beliefs run around the world. And um, for oh. instance, archaeo astronomers look at um, the Egyptian pyramids. <gasps> oh. They they go down to South America, to the pyramids there. They go all around the world to where we've had significant connections to spirits. So it's not just, it's not just lords, but the Greek temples as well. I wonder if they um, open to Sedona? Um, yes, yeah, there are archaeoastronomers who are looking at Sedona as well, but they like to go where there have been the ruins of temples and so forth mm. because they can find the symbolism you yeah. can brush off and there it is and what did it mean and they look at the connection to the stars like the placement yeah, the okay. placement and yeah the 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 geological formation of some of some of these foundations and a, a lot of the temples and as the temples became cathedrals in different places but they're still aligned perhaps with venus or mars or um, you know orion's belt and so forth but uh, to to see how ancient man did indeed connect outside of themselves and into the stars and then back to the earth
0: okay we need um, to find one of those people and have them Well, come okay <laughs> want to hear come <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and be on
1: our podcast yes yes all but right that's, so yeah, that's a practice <sighs> wow I love learning Um, (laughs) Let us simply pull a card at this time. Interesting reading for this reading of belief. Here, I'm going to shuffle quickly. (laughs) Talk amongst yourselves. (laughs) The UFOs (laughs) are (laughs) landing.
0: Can you hear them? Can you hear the hum
1: (laughs) in the background? Mm -hmm. (laughs) They they want to be on the (laughs) podcast. (laughs) 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. So I am cutting... Say again what the cards are. These are These? Sheila's. Yes. These are a deck
0: that I've had a while. It's the they are not the tarot. They are not the tarot. They're women's bodies, women's wisdom, healing cards by Christine Northrop, Northrop M.D. That's the doctor. Um, and I have. I don't think. I think I've only pulled the card once from here. All right. So, so
1: just draw one from whatever feels right to you. Let's go with this one. Ooh. Who do we have? Oh, well. <laughs> 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 to go with our show on Midsummer and Litha, um, it's fertility and creativity. And we do indeed, we have unicorns, we have um, beautiful ladies um, in various dress and undress. Um, and for, and it's, it's in the um, basic... A uh, platform of imagination and allowing. Oh, it's it's I, there's not how much is there to say about that fertility and creativity? That's the time we're in. Be fruitful and multiply your projects. Your, your project, your, your, be, safe. Your, yes, <laughs> yeah, be safe. Yes, yeah, be safe. <laughs> Safety girl, hair, be safe. I'm saying, multi- multi- multiply your ideas, your thoughts, what you can give back to the world, certainly, but also giving back to yourself. In pulling this card, what I can very much see, too, is how you come to understand where you are right now. Where, is, where are you in terms of your fertility? Um, are you creating more space for yourself to evolve, to become who you want <laughs> to be? Why, why, are you, why are you laughing at evolving?
0: That may have been what I talked with my therapist this week. Oh, why?
1: <laughs> and did you say because it's midsummer or <laughs> probably not? Probably not.
0: And you know what? She's really cool. She's into that. She's got crystals on her table and everything. Mm. I'm like, uh-huh, you're my people. you might my people.
1: <laughs> All is well here. Mm-hmm. So Spirit gave you a sign yes, that, that this co- was the right person to go to. Um, but but certainly there's even water in the beautiful picture here there's a tree there's a huge tree of life so the tree of evolving and becoming the tree Mm -hmm. of life also has the right and the left or the male and the female and the shadow and the light Mm -hmm. of it so to it's like take out all of the goodies within you look at yourself where you're going what are you creating what have you finished creating and is now a fruit that you can use in this life for yourself and for others. Um, the uh, couldn't even if we if we had gone through and tried to pick a card, we couldn't have come up with something better. This is glorious. Thank you. Let me look Thank at you. that. Oh yes, yes. And then as
0: I look at it, why don't you tell me what is going on in your life? What are you gonna What are you gonna share with us?
1: What, what, what I am sharing is. The the last thing that I have in June is a class on insights into your, to spiritual messages. This will be at Indigo Alliance on Friday, June 22nd. It's an opportunity to spend some time helping yourself get motivated or re-motivated having to do with readings you've had before, aha moments that have come to you, um, trying to understand the symbolism of something you've received or the signs and symbols that are around you telling you which way to go. It's It's an evening of getting confirmation and some more understanding to back you on your way, on your life path, again, your work, through your relationships, what have you. It's just a supportive evening. And so I can I just go ahead and look at my website. It's on ananamoon.com, anything that I have coming up, and of course, the last thing uh, that I have, at least at this time, is going to Lily Dale to teach a class on using the chakras for intuitive development. And that's and July. And that will be July 3rd
0: and we had the pleasure That's of interviewing lily Dale, new york yeah Lilydale, new york which sounds fascinating and we had the pleasure of interviewing lisa williams who's the vice president of Lilydale. and so
1: now you can go and look back a week or so yeah. and see yeah and see her talk about lily, Dale. lily Dale.
0: and yeah and that would be that would be the great place to see anana and yes. a lot of great people
1: Looking forward to it.
0: Yes, um, I have uh, my badcgi dot com. <laughs> Yes, it's it's um, it's a movie that's breaking all the rules, and it's yeah. going to be funny. It's going to be great. And uh, Laughing House Productions is we're doing a lot of stuff. So
1: Excite- You have exciting things coming up. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. They're
0: yeah. all they're all being Wonderful. birthed.
1: Excellent.
0: Okay, so I want to thank Allison Weiner for helping us out with her uh, with uh, the website because, hi technology,
1: because we need <laughs> because we need her we need as her. much as possible. Yes,
0: <laughs> and we need Paul Preston, our engineer, and um, David Shostak, who helps us with our music at the beginning and end of our show. And uh, we like to thank you for joining us in cruising in the light and shadow.
1: This is Inanna Moon.
0: And I'm Sheila Keechamaree, reminding you that love is everywhere. Our lives touch everyone and everything. So please go forth in love.
1: And a blessing to you. Om Shanti. I'm a peaceful soul, and so are you.